Hi, good morning. What day is it? Today's Tuesday and I am um, recording an episode on my own. I tried to do a Bjork impression. Don't laugh at me or yell at me if it wasn't good. Um, this is probably going to be super sweet, short, and simple. Um, I realized that I have never shared my vinyl collection. So I am going to. If you didn't understand what I just said, I just, I want to share with y'all my vinyl collection because it's sexy. So I'm just going to jump right into it. But before I do that, hope you hope you guys have been deliciously well. Um, I've been great. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have been enjoying yourselves. And it's nice to do, it's nice to do this one on one. I missed it again. Let's set the scene. You're under, you're you're wrapped in a warm blanket. I either made you. Um, elderberry and echinacea tea or I made you a nice cup of coffee and you're just hanging out in my room. I got a candle burning and we're just chewing the fat. Whatever. So we're gonna start off. I, these are also not in the order that I bought them or received them. I just um, went by the the way that they were organized in my nightstand currently. So anyways, <clears throat> scratching like a dog. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So the first one is Depeche Mode, Memento Mori. So the sexiest thing about this record is one, the songs, but two, um, oh, LP, right, duh. So that, okay, so the sleeve um, that the vinyl is held in is so sexy. Just really good uh, photos of the bros, Depeche Mode. <laughs> and um, when I took the vinyl out, it's this beautiful cherry red. It was one of the sexiest things I had ever seen besides Tom Wellington from Smallville. Um, <laughs> if no one knows who that is, then look him up. Um, anyways, Memento Mori. Um, I listened to only a few songs from Depeche Mode and that was from Violator, but, um, of course we're bringing him up again. Dear Seth, um, was like, do you know Memento Mori, it's one of their most recent albums. And I'm like, no, it, he's, <laughs> he showed me ghosts again and speak to me. And I was, I broke his window. I bit his dashboard. I ripped up his seatbelt and I ran all the way to Barnes and Noble and bought myself a copy. Okay. Onto the second record, um, is the best of 1980 to 1990. And it's a collection of U2's best songs. And of course it has Pride in the name of love. And it has Sunday, Bloody Sunday. And what are, uh, what's my other favorite U2 song? Oh, With or Without You. Oh, it's my favorite fucking song. I used to listen to that song a lot. And U2 is nostalgic for me because both my mom and dad would listen to U2 together and they would show me songs. And my dad was actually the one who showed me Sunday, Bloody Sunday. And I was like, Bono, you fucking genius. Every, all the members of U2 are like little gumdrops. They're so cool. <clears throat> um, next is William Capel's Immortal Performances and he performs two piano concertos. I hope that's the right way to say that. I don't know. I'm not that um, cultured, if you may. Um, yeah, I was really into buying just secondhand classical pieces at this record store downtown and they have a plethora 
of records inside and there's so much to choose from but they also have this table in front of the store that sells like you can get two records for one dollar and so i was looking through there because they had a little bin dedicated to classical pieces and i chose it because one the guy on the cover was cute and two um i think it had i think he was doing like a few um ones from beethoven i can't remember but i I bought it and I ended up really liking it, so I haven't listened to it in a while, but I was listening to it heavily, I'd say, in 2020, 2021. No, 2021. I've been gathering... I've been collecting vinyls since 2017. I... Altogether, the LPs, I have 34 of them, and I have four 45s. 45s are like side A and side B of a single or two. So anyways, um, on to number four is the Jesus and Mary Chains Psycho Candy. And they're from Scotland. And what was really interesting about them is they, um, uh, they played with a lot of feedback and it kind of created this distorted, mushy, swampy, like staticky sort of sound. And my favorite song from them is Taste of Cindy, both the regular version and the acoustic version <clears throat> and just like honey and deep one perfect morning sorry i keep hitting my acrylic so if you hear i'm so sorry i'm not trying to piss you well i'm not oh my god i'm not trying to piss you off okay on to number five is the best of sade and it has all of my favorite songs from kiss of life cherish the day pearls um, no Ordinary Love, Is It a Crime? Did I say Kiss of Life? I probably did. My other favorite, um, Sade song that is not on, oh wait, I think it might have Pearls, but my other favorite Sade song that is not on that LP of their greatest hits is Haunt Me, which is from like 1983, 1984 or five. Super good song. It's just Sade, Sade, oh my God, Sade singing classic Spanish guitar and then light string composition. It is so delicious to listen to. All right, number six is Experience Hendrix. That's literally, go I'm literally going off based of, based off of what is on the record sleeve. It's not Jimi Hendrix and the Experience, it's Experience Hendrix and it's the best of Jimi Hendrix. So it has Angel, Purple Haze, Voodoo Child. And I even think that that one has the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, the live fucking Woodstock performance of it. 1969. The same damn Woodstock performance that Joplin was at. Santana. And who else? Did Zeppelin perform at a Woodstock that year? I can't remember, but it's when the 4th of July would come, I would play Jimi Hendrix playing the Star Spangled Banner. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> raw. Um, on to number seven is Christopher Cross's self-titled album, Christopher Cross, and I listened for it. I listened to it for one song, and that's Sailing. It's my mom's favorite song, and hearing it play on the record is so... On my record player <clears throat> is amazing. Apparently I have the wrong record player. It's like, I've heard that, well... Thank you, Alexa, for making me aware. Crossley is like the worst record player to have. 
And she's like, you have the one that's try. It's the one that you could take with you. It's like a briefcase, right? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah, no, that's bad. The needle will scratch the records. So Crossley, if you are, if you hear this, don't get mad at me. Get mad at, get mad at yourself. You are the manufacturers. Okay, on to number eight is the Latin sound of Henry Mancini. So he was also a composer. I think he composed for, he did like film compositions and he had, and I found this one again at the record store downtown and I enjoyed it for the Latin sounding sort of songs that he had on it and it was super good. On to number nine is the 1975's self-titled album from 2013-2014. So it has Settle Down, Chocolate, Pressure, Girls, Falling For You, Haunt, Bed, Menswear, uh, Woman, um, 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 Is There Somebody Who Can Watch You? Oh, I know. That one's on the deluxe version, isn't it? Oh, I can't remember. But I have the 1975's self-titled album, their very first one. And it is so nostalgic for me because my brother and I love the 1975. Maddie Healy is like Morthy, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> and we saw the 1975 twice in concert. I, the first time I saw them was December 5th, 2019, the night before my 17th birthday. And I saw them at the Pachanga Arena in San Diego. And the second time I saw them was um, November 2022 at San Diego State University. And we were in like row B. So it was like, we weren't far from the stage, but we were closer and it was delicious at the open air theater on the campus. So, oh my God, oh my God. And my brother bought me a beer and I was like, fuck yeah. So I was kind of buzzed and listening to 1975. It was so awesome. Um, But I've been listening to the 1975 <clears throat> since I was 11 or 12 and my brother was like, Gabby, do you know this band at that time? And I was like, no, who are they? And he goes, they're this band called the 1975. This is their song, Settle Down. It reminds me of when I went to England, you're going to love it. And I fell in love with them. Moving on. Number 10 is Family Library of Great Music. And it's just songs from Beethoven. Unfortunately, it does not have Moonlight Sonata, but it's still good. On to number 11, Sir Edward Elger's Enigma Variations, which I have both songs downloaded in my library and on Apple Music and that I can play on my record player. The sex appeal that I have now. (laughs) On to number 12 is Tame Impala's Lonerism. I don't listen to that much unless it's like May, June, the beginning, like before the summer solstice. That's when Tame Impala is played. All right, on to number 13, I have The Cure, Acoustic Hits, bitch. So it's their greatest hits, but acoustic. So a forest, just like heaven, love cats, love song. Um, What other songs do they have that's acoustic on this one? Um, I can't remember. I don't remember the list or the track list, but it's super fucking good. My favorite acoustic song that they play is A Forest. Oh, and they have Boys Don't Cry Acoustic, which is also really good. Um, moving on to number 14 is Nevermind by Nirvana, which I have had since like 2017, 2018. And I would listen to this a lot when I was in high school. So I listened to it when I was going to public school freshman year. And then even when I was homeschooled, I would play that a lot and I would just build. That's what I loved about being homeschooled. So I was, I went to public school like kindergarten through ninth grade and then I left after first semester freshman year and then second semester up until I graduated um I was homeschooled 
But the the fun thing about that was I was just focusing on my homework and then my classes and after I was done, I'd get done pretty much either by this like 10 a.m. or even like 2 p.m. So I had the rest of the afternoon to myself. So I would go to Barnes and Noble and I would buy records or I would just buy books. It was super fun. So yeah, I listened to Nevermind a lot. Um, my favorite songs off of Nevermind are <laughs> Don't Give Me Shit because this is a lot of people's favorite songs from them. The ones that's like, it's overplayed, shut up. You know, if you were drunk and it came on, you would love it. It smells like Teen Spirit. In Utero. Oh, wait, no, that's the album. God damn it. What's it called? Oh, In Bloom. Sorry. My wrist keeps popping. I'm so sorry. Smells like Teen Spirit. In Bloom. Polly. Um, lithium. Something in the Way. On a Plane is my favorite one, too. So it's my favorite songs off of Nevermind. And I love listening to it to um, front and back. So listen to me turning over the paper. At number 15, we have Sahad by Tamino, which you guys know about him. Sahad is um, Arabic for either just before dawn or just dawn. And it's a beautiful album. I highly recommend listening to him. He's definitely an artist I play during the colder months. So on to number 16 is The Ride by Catfish and the Bottleman, which I've known them around the same time of, around the same time that I listened to the 1975. The Ride was their first album, and it was probably one of their best albums. So, oh, wait, no, it wasn't. It was their second album. Their first one was The Balcony. And The Balcony was their first one, which was from 2014, I think. And then The Ride was released in 2016. And then their last album, The Balance, was released in 2019. Sad fucking story. They broke up around 2020 or 21. That sucked. Totally sucked. I had seen Catfish and the Bottleman in March, March 19th, 2019, at 7 p.m. at the House of Blues in San Diego with my brother. That was my first ever concert. And it was like... They were tr- the stupidest thing at that concert was that people and, and it's in there they were a Welsh indie band and people were moshing. <laughs> That's not the band to do it to, but you know, to each their own. Whatever. I don't remember what I was last saying. I had to pause this for a second because there was background noise. Uh, where where are we? Oh, at number seventeen is "Twistin' and Twangin'" by Dwayne Eddy. <laughs> I, re- I don't really listen to that, but I know about Dwayne Eddy from this film called Nowhere Boy, which is about the early life of John Lennon. And so the the cast of that movie is um, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Thomas Bertie Sangster. Who else is in that? Great actors and actresses. But that f- film was directed by Sam Taylor or Sam Wood. Is that her name? Yeah, that's controversial. We're not talking about that. <laughs> but I knew about Dwayne Eddy because they brought him up in the film. And before the Beatles were the Beatles, they were about they were called the Quarrymen. And as you know, they're Scouse, which if you don't know, like different regional nicknames for people in England, Scouse um, is a word to describe somebody from, is an accent actually from Liverpool. Like Jordy is. Oh, what part of Jordy? What part of Jordy? Jordy is an accent. Uh, it's specific to a part of England. I can't remember. Um, 
what the hell? Like Cockney is people from a specific part of England too, but I just can't remember for the life of me. That's <laughs> so bad. Anyways, so they um, when the the quarryman had performed twelve twelve flight rock, which is like, ooh, well, I got a girl with the record machine when it comes to rocking, she's a queen. It's so fucking good. I love that song. And um, in the film, they perform that too. So it's like, so, and uh, oh my god, I forgot the lyrics. Just listen to it. Okay, anyways, at number 18 is, I think a lot of it was written and composed by, I think his name is John Baptiste. Um, and it's Disney Pixar Soul, which is like a, it's jazz, obviously. And it's so good. And I listen to it a lot. And it's yummy. At number 19 is An Awesome Wave by Alche. I love the song Tarot. And I think on that one is, oh yeah, Tessellate is on that album too. And those are my two favorite Alche songs. Um, at 20 is just a compilation of artists and bands that were considered rockabilly. So this album is called Rockabilly Rampage. I found this at, where did I find that? Barnes and Noble, the record shop that I go to downtown, or one in Carlsbad called Spin Records. I don't remember where I got it, but I was really into rockabilly last summer. Um, I had seen <laughs> Top Gun the first one, and then Top Gun Maverick, and then I watched The Outsiders, and if you don't know about The uh, the Outsiders by S.E. Hinton, which is still one of my favorite books ever, um, that's based off of, it was written in the 50s, and it's about greasers and socias, and as you know, rockabilly and rock and roll wasn't liked by the general population at that time, but by, but ex- excluding the greasers and like, you know what I mean? Rockabilly is like, um, I'd say Elvis was kind of rockabilly, but not really. Um, Dwayne Eddy. Uh, who else was, I need to look up rockabilly bands. I feel like I might know. Rockabilly. Well, uh, so you guys would know, um, wait, am I high? Wait, hang on. Rockabilly bands from the f- oh, 1950s. There we go. Oh, the Everly Brothers were considered rockabilly? There's no way. Um, They're saying the platters were rockabilly. That makes no sense. Oh, well, I can kind of see that. Uh Oh, see? Okay, here we go. Buddy Holly, Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley, Wanda Jackson, oh, Jerry Lee Lewis, which is, um, you shake my nose and you rattle my brain. Great Balls of Fire, is that it? I think so. Wanda fucking Jackson is um, Hard-Headed Woman. Oh, it's one of my favorite songs. Elvis Presley, obviously Jailhouse Rock. Um, a lot of his songs were rockabilly. Johnny Cash I never really listened to. I listened to Buddy Holly. You're So Square, Baby I Don't Care is my favorite one. Um, yeah, no, I listened to a lot of rockabilly after watching The Outsiders, and I bought a record dedicated to rockabilly, which is a fun fact about me. And more recently, hang on y'all, I gotta fix the the card from my earbuds because they're going Sorry, that was really loud. And more recently is from the 1980s, The Stray Cats, which I have on, downloaded on my phone, and I have a little damn cassette player, and I have a cassette of The Stray Cats, which is, um, I think that album's called Rock This Town. Let me look. I don't know how it goes. Rock This Town. Oh, wait, no, that's not, okay. Um, oh, it's from 1982, Stray Cats Built for Speed. Were they American or British? Let me look. Oh, they look so fun. They're from New York, formed in Long Island. 
Cool. Yeah, no, fucking, I love rockabilly. Okay, anyways, at number 21 is Elvis Presley's self-titled album, Elvis Presley. That one, I think, was released in 1957. So he has, oh God, what's on that one? Let me see. Yes, I did see Elvis, the movie. It was good. No, 1956. I was close, though. So it's considered country, I guess. But I'm going to look at the complete album and see. Oh, it has Blue Suede Shoes, Tutti Frutti, Blue Moon. Those are my favorite songs off of that one. My favorite Elvis Presley song is Blue Moon and Young and Beautiful. And what's that one song? Hang on. There's one where he's like, oh, Such a Night. Oh, that's such a good song. It's when he's talking about having sex. (laughs) Anyways, at number 22. So on this list, I have stars next to specific albums that I want to eat and keep in my body forever. And at number 22 is Songs from the Big Chair by Tears for Fears. My favorite songs off of that album is Shout. Everybody wants to rule the world. And I believe... Is that it? Really, Gabby? Really? Song... Oh, Head Over Heels. What the fuck? I almost forgot about that. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, no. I love the both of them. So that has a star next to it because that's one of my favorite albums. And then at number 23 is Notes on a Conditional Form by the 1975. What's interesting about that album is they have their, you know, British sounding new wave type synth songs, but they also have a lot of house and ambient sort of influence in a lot of their songs, and that's actually one of my favorite albums. I think that one has, what should I say? Notes on a conditional form. Let me see. Yeah, I'll tell you guys my favorite songs. People, The End, Nothing Revealed, Everything Denied, Shiny Collarbone, Having No Head, What Should I Say, Don't Worry, and Guys. So it's like a huge, like that's from 2020, but that album has so many different sort of genres, genre influence, if that makes sense. Influences from, fuck it, you get it. At number 24, this is, this was my first ever record. And it was the Beatles, 1962 or ni- to 1966, 66, which is, I guess, known as the Red Album. They have the White Album and then whatever. The That album was the first album I had. I, it was a gift for Christmas Eve for my first record. Who texted me? Oh. Reagan. Um, my favorite songs off of that is Norwegian Wood um, and I Love Her. Eight days a week. Um, dra- oh, wait, no. Hang on. I need to go. I don't know why I'm blinking out. Here we go. Yeah, the Red Album. Oh, Love Me Do, She Loves You, Can't Buy Me Love, A Hard Day's Night, And I Love Her, Help, We Can Work It Out. Oh, Day Trippers, my shit. Norwegian Wood, and In My Life. Top songs from that album. And number 25 is Endless Summer Vacation by Miley Cyrus. Top songs. Rose-colored lenses, uh, jaded, and um, river. That's my hell album. Um, at twenty-six is "This Is Why" by Paramore, "Liar," "Thick Skull," and "Crave." Top three. Listen to it. Sounds sexy when it's played on the record player. And ooh, this one just gave me chills. And number twenty-seven is "The Queen Is Dead" by The Smiths. My brother got me that, and it is an original pressing from 1980 um, 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 I think four 
please, 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 let me, let me. 1986, damn it. Uh, my favorite songs off of that album are I Have My Phone On Me Because I Can't Pull The Records Out Right Now, Frankly, Mr. Shankly, I Know It's Over, Never Had No One Ever, Cemetery Gates, Big Mouth Strikes Again, The Boy With A Thorn In His Side, There Is A Light That Never Goes Out, and Some Girls Are Bigger Than Others. Fucking fire. Um, that has a star next to it because I am so in love with that album. Not Morrissey, though. He's mean, I guess. <laughs> Number 28, Bonnie Vare or Bon Iver. Don't know how to say his name. It's for Emma forever ago. I used to listen. I listened to that a lot in December and also because of Twilight. Um, at number 29 is, I have a star next to this one too, is Rebel Yell by um, Billy Idol. Isn't that the sexiest thing to tell someone? What's your favorite record that you have? Oh, I have Rebel Yell. Also, this one is an original pressing too that I found it at an antique store. So if you're trying to ask me out, know that I have a good record collection. My favorite songs off of that album, obviously Rebel Yell, Eyes Without a Face, and um, White Wedding. Wait, is no, that's not on Rebel Yell. What? Sorry. Oh wait, oh okay. Rebel Yell, Eyes Without a Face, and Flesh for Fantasy. My top shit. And that has a star next to it because it's awesome. At number 30 is The Complete Commodore Masters, Billie Holiday. I'll be seeing you again. She's so fucking phenomenal, but my all-time favorite Billie Holiday song is... Well, it's not by Billie Holiday. I don't think it was written by her. It was written by someone else, but she covered it, as did Nina Simone in that Strange Fruit, which is one of the saddest songs ever, but Billie Holiday is so fucking amazing, and she sang it beautifully. Number 31 is Depression Cherry by Beach House. My favorite songs are PPP, Ten Thirty Seven, and Bluebird and Space Song. Great songs. Number 32 is Enter Galactic by Kid Cudi, which is also a Netflix movie, and it's super good. Timothy Chalamet uh, is one of the voice actors for it, as is Kid Cudi and um, Ty Dolla Sign and 070 Shake, which is really fun. And number 33 is Kind of Blue by Miles Davis. He's one of my favorite jazz artists. And can't believe I didn't put a star next to this, but you can't see the list. I'll tell you I put a star next to it, actually. <laughs> this will be the record and album for the rest of the damn year. And that's Kiss Me. How many times is it? How many times? What the fuck? Sorry, guys. I just saw. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm sorry, like, this is off topic. I've, I'm subscribed to this account on YouTube, which does, like, meditation, like, music to fall asleep to. Idyllic, idyllic melody. It's body healing and DNA regeneration. Bo boost immune system. I'm looking at the fucking timestamp. 3,333 hours. 36 minutes and 49 seconds. Wait, is that even it? That can't be real. 3,000... 3,333 fucking hours of wah, wah, wah. That is something I do. Anyways, at number 34, the last record that I have recently purchased, which I purchased a day ago. There's a mosquito in my room. I'm so pissed off right now. Ugh. Go away. Is Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me. My favorite song off of that album. All right, let me go to it. The Kiss, Torture, If Only Tonight We Could Sleep, The Snake Pit, Just Like Heaven, One More Time, and The Perfect Girl. Out of all those songs, my favorite song is One More Time because it reminds me of one of my favorite films, um, 
the perks of being a wallflower. And more specifically in that movie, it reminds me of Charlie, who I relate and identify with to the bone, to the damn marrow. Oh, it's such a good damn. Oh, Max. 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 Hang on. I got a DM. I just found out a quote I posted in a TikTok photo comp months ago. It's from Pablo Neruda. Dubs. <laughs> That's super sexy. Glad you like him, Max. Anyways, the 45s that I have are Glass Tiger, Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone in Ancient Evenings. Number two, it's Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me in a Brass Band in Africa. Also, that was an actual pressing from the year that The Breakfast Club was released. And it has in the sleeve that the 45 is kept in is a photo of the cast from The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Number three, it's Dionne Warwick, Deja Vu and All the Time. Amazing songs. And lastly, at number four, it's Thompson Twins, Lay Your Hands on Me, and weirdly enough, the Lewis Carroll from Adventures in Wonderland. I don't ever fucking remember seeing that. This was nice, short, sweet, and simple. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, if you don't know any other... Okay, so if there are artists or bands that you don't know about or that you have not listened to, go ahead and listen to them. Expand your horizons. Um, enjoy this episode. Love you. And... I will be back with, I'll be back with more shit to talk about. Bye.